Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Founders Great. And we have the famous, the fourth, the third generation VC, a family of VCs, Tim Draper with us. Welcome to the show, Tim. Hi, how are you? Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Um, it's my birthday, so I'm wearing a crown. So happy Early, birthday. My birthday was yesterday, but anyway, it's my birthday. So Tim, uh, since 2013, we've seen your focus has been more towards Draper University. And we've also seen its entrepreneurial network expand exponentially. So what do you do? How's the experience so far? Well, no, since 2013, my focus has been venture capital. I, I did create a school, though, and the school is for entrepreneurs, and it's Draper University of Heroes, and it's, it has uh, served to generate amazing, uh, some amazing students have come out, and I think that our school has had a big impact on them. So that has been really exciting. We've had about 1,100, 1,200 students, and they've uh, come from 77 different countries, and they've started about 350 or 400 companies and um, so far one unicorn and one uh, woman who created a company that um, that uh, can detect cancer without damaging the fallopian tube and that uh, company she sold for 275 million dollars and she started it at Draper University so we've had some amazing success and it's um, it's been great for Draper Associates, which is my venture fund, because we get amazing deal flow from the school. And uh, but the venture business has been uh, very good too. We've we've had a lot of uh, made a lot of very interesting investments over the years, and they have had a big impact on society. So I'm thrilled, and I think that venture capital is the highest and best use of money. Um, it, it, uh, has at least now, I mean, maybe as more and more venture capitalists come that the, the impact will be lower, but I think what it does is it generates hope and opportunity around the world. And, uh, so I think it does a lot for society. And so I'll just keep doing it. Okay. So you mentioned that uh, the associates came from like 77 different countries, right? So in your experience, how different do you think this, uh, the entrepreneurial DNA is across different geographies? Or do you think it falls on a uniform spectrum globally? Well, it's interesting. The DNA is usually just uh, inside of all of us. I think all of us have opportunity to look at the world and say, hey, there's something I want to change. I want to make it better. I want to make it better for all my people or all the customers that I can develop or all my clientele or my citizens. I want to make it better. Well, that is the entrepreneurial spirit and uh, a, a feeling of being able to make, cha make changes uh, I think is the magic of the Silicon Valley, but I guess it's becoming the, the magic of the global Silicon Valley, uh, the Silicon Valley that's all over the world where, where people are saying, Hey, I can make a better, whatever I can, I can change the way people do this thing. And if they change the way people do something, they, they suddenly uh, have made a, 
a big impact on society. They brought great wealth and usually a lot of jobs to whatever, um, whatever uh, company they start. And, uh, and so I love what they do. It's a great thing. Yeah. So the, the era of cryptocurrency is upon us. So we've seen your views and your opinion on Bitcoins. Has it changed over the year or it's still the same? No, it's still the same. This is, it is very exciting to have a leading currency that is decentralized, open, global, transparent, um, can be used anywhere. You can pat, you can bring it across borders. I think uh, I think this is uh, the beginning of a decentralized world, and uh, and it starts with a currency, and then people realize that we're all one world, and um, and that a lot of government services can be provided decentrally, uh, and so you don't have to be physically located in the country that you are getting services and being taxed in. So I think taxes are the equivalent of revenue now where you sign up for, for um, Netflix, you pay an online ongoing uh, fee and you get a given service. I think taxes can eventually operate that way where you, you pay a regular service and that's your tax. But, uh, but if you like the services provided by another government, you pay that tax instead. Yeah. And I think that that world is coming and it's coming faster than people think. And, uh, and geographic borders are gonna be less important. And uh, this virtual world of, of competitive governance or, or uh, accountable governance is uh, going to be more important. So that brings me to my next question. What do you think about AI in banking and financial services? Well, I think AI is fabulous. It is making so much, all of the, the monotonous jobs in the world are going to be much more interesting because AI is going to be able to uh, manage them. And I, I keep looking for interesting ways to AI the venture capital business um, or AI the training of entrepreneurs. There have been a few things that look promising, but overall not yet. Um, I think uh, artificial intelligence is going to be one of the, the great of the next, for the next two decades, I think artificial intelligence is going to be a great place to focus because we've got all that data, lots of big data everywhere. Uh, you can use uh, programming tools to do deep learning, and then you can analyze it from the point of view of an expert system, and that's artificial intelligence. Well, that can, I mean, if you combine it with, uh, well, first I'll start with healthcare. Healthcare, you put all your, uh, you're going to put all your healthcare records up in the cloud, but it'll be more than just the healthcare records. It's going to be your Fitbit results and your genetic history and what you had for breakfast and what seat you had on the airplane and all that stuff. And you're going to, you're going to have a, 
a rash on your arm and you're going to wonder where it came from, well, the AI will be able to do a much better job of figuring out that that rash may have come from the airplane you were sitting in than somewhere else. And and you're not going to, there's no doctor who can ask enough questions to do as good a job at diagnosing some sort of a disease than artificial intelligence. So, and when doctors are combined with artificial intelligence, it's going to be even more powerful. And I think that same thing is going to be true in a lot of other fields. And then with Bitcoin, um, it's decentralized currency. It's really valuable. The technology, the Bitcoin technology um, is the currency itself, the mining of it, but it's also the blockchain and artificial and uh, smart contracts. And, uh, and now things like OpenNode, where it can speed up Bitcoin really to be really fast transactions. So the applications are going to be vast yeah. for Bitcoin and those technologies. And you could potentially think of all these really interesting things you can do with smart contracts. You can, like a, a smart contract, uh, at first it's just a simple like betting tool where yeah. it's like we will bet on something. But down the road, it's like, here's a smart contract. I will pay you this when this job is done. Or I will, uh, or longer term, it'll be like, I think the whole venture capital business can be done on Bitcoin with smart contracts and, uh, and will, and because of the blockchain, we won't have to do auditing or any of that stuff. So this is the beginning of a complete transformation of thousands of different industries, not just financial, but uh, medical, medical, government, uh, 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 insurance, real estate, a lot of interesting industries that are going to be changed by Bitcoin, all its associated technologies and AI and all of its associated technologies. Yeah. In recently, we've seen a lot of interest in the Valley happening when it comes down to financial management towards big data and bookkeeping getting automated. So what's your take? Would we be able to have a complete hundred percent bookkeeping automated or will we still have human intervention in like 10 years from now with the cash? No, I I think, um, I think the software has to be built uh, so that we're confident that, uh, that when a transaction happens, all the debits and credits get changed and an accounting uh, sub ledger is created. I think, and I'd be looking for a company that'd be willing to do that. But, um, but I think it's going to take some time. And during that time, I think the accountant's rule, um, role in business is going to evolve. Uh, I think that they can bring themselves up to a higher level. They can be more, um, more of an abstract advisor than, um, than just a bean counter. And I think the beans will be counted pretty accurately on the blockchain. In, cra- in fact, exactly accurately on the blockchain. So, um, so I don't think that that's going to be an issue. And I think um, the, the industries that are going to be the most, the, the best affected, I think, are Hollywood. Because 
um, they they pay seven dollars for each of those checks that gets gets written to um, uh, to anybody who was the assistant lighting director yeah. of a Star Wars movie, and those checks might be for less than the seven dollars it takes for them to to mail it out. Yeah. And so long term, I think that's all going to be into digital wallets, and you you can pay the whole thing in Bitcoin. And the and there's no audit required, and everybody trusts everybody else, um, and everybody's treated fairly. And I think uh, Hollywood will be probably among the first to use this um, to use the the blockchain and Bitcoin and smart contracts for their business because it's such an obvious solution. Um, there will be a lot of others, and I, I'm looking forward to being able to use, you know, do a a venture fund all in Bitcoin, yeah. have all auditing and accounting done on, a, on, on the blockchain and have smart contracts pay all of my limited partners the exact amount they're supposed to be paid. So when are we seeing your next book coming out? Oh, I don't know. The first, first one was great fun. I wrote it on all the airplanes. You know, I travel so much yeah. that I to make product, productive use of those airplane trips and I used my iPhone to uh, I wrote the whole thing on the iPhone yeah <laughs> an airplane yeah. and then edited it on my computer and that was um, great so yeah for anybody who hasn't read the first one it's uh, how to be the startup hero yeah. and you can get it on Amazon and uh, I, it's in about five languages. We're hoping to be in 20 languages by the end of this year. And so we're really quite um, thrilled with how, uh, how the book has taken off. So I'm, I'm happy to, uh, to write another one, but I have to be inspired. For now, this is the book and it will keep evolving, you yeah. know, because I, I can, I can, uh, updated regularly on Amazon. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. So, what advice would you give to budding entrepreneurs, and especially the ones that intend to join Draper University and the Draper University Pre Accelerator programs? Well, the advice, first advice: read my book, okay. read How to Be a Startup Hero by Tim Draper. My second advice is. Uh, apply to Draper University. Uh, it's tough to get into, but if you get in, uh, it's kind of a life changer. And, um, and then the third is uh, after you've kind of been through all that and you've kind of uh, built, built the beginnings of a business, then think of Draper Associates as a place where we can um, provide capital to you. Um, the, but the advice to an entrepreneur is just getting started is really just try it, just yeah. try it. Take the first step, whatever that step is. Take a step that you know has some risk to it, but not uh, not a dis destructive risk. Yeah. Um, and just try it. See if you can build sort of a customer base. You can start by just talking to people about it and saying, "Hey, this is something I'm thinking of doing." Yeah. What do you think? Um, but to to approach me, make sure you've got a full business plan. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I probably wouldn't want to 
be doing a lot of brainstorming with an entrepreneur to come up with an idea. We've done a lot of brainstorming and it's in the book. So read the book. <laughs> so, Tim, happy birthday once again. Thank you so much for taking the Thank time. Thank you very much. Happy birthday once again. Thank you. Speak to you soon. Okay. Great pleasure.